That's just my opinion, uh, man. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. It's a lot of fun. Keep it fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host, at the Diddy NFL on Twitter. And, of course, follow the group at UK Packers. And, as usual, I'm joined by my old buddy. Me old pals, me old brother. Daryl, at Daryl J. O'Brien. What's going on, bro? I actually, do you know what? I made a point today to keep it together, even though that was one of the wildest intros we had. Both of us off our seat this time, Daryl. Yeah, um, I won't tell any of the listeners what I was doing to my chair um, during that intro. But mm. can we just start this out? I would like thoughts and prayers from all our listeners because I think I may have the man flu. Oh, oh hold on. I cannot believe, uh, Daryl. I. Uh, um, <clears throat> you see, so there we could. I mean, there's gonna, obviously there's no treatment for this. It's either I live or I die. How do you get the man flu in the Cayman Islands, though? I thought it didn't exist over there. Well, you see, because I had to travel. I came from the jurisdiction of Hibernia and then landed yeah. back here. And The old Irish body couldn't, couldn't take it. All I'm saying is that COVID would, would have been preferable to the man flu because mm. I could die. Like, there's no oh, well, the man flu. I mean, look at the survival rate versus COVID. I mean, it's much worse. And then Man United losing 5 0 to Liverpool, which I said I wouldn't mention today, but uh, I was just listening to the podcast on The Athletic. Um, the Man United won with uh, Andy Mitten and the lads, and it's it's very depressing. Ollie Gunnar so Solskjaer. At least. On his way out. Yeah, I see. I, I'm, I'm, of the ca- I'm of the camp that he's he's done well. He's done everything he can for the club, but I think it's time, Ollie. Sorry, mate. Yeah. See you. Yeah, him and Matt Nagy. It's only a matter of time. That's why I saw. I, like, yeah. I like to do these tweets from the group account. Like, let's check in and see who the Bears are doing. And one of the Bears tweets was, was like, that was the worst game I've ever witnessed yeah. as a Bears fan. But we, it's just one <laughs> game closer to Nagy going out the door. So that's the positive. And I think go, so. Oh. Well, he got COVID. He's got COVID apparently. So um, I hope he does have it and he's not just going, oh, sorry, I'm going to sit this one out, lads, because I'm. Uh... Speaking of COVID, actually, I, I just saw Mike Garofalo tweet earlier. Um, it looks like Joe Barry's got the COVID as well. Yeah. Not ideal. Even though they're all vaccinated. There. So you were saying yeah, yeah, getting I mean, COVID's kind of like the dog ate my homework kind of thing. Is that what we're saying here? Yeah. Is that I hope that's it? what Nagy's not doing. No, obviously not Joe Barry, but I hope that's what, not, not what Nagy's doing here and going, oh, sorry, lads, I've uh, got the COVID. So, yeah. Uh, good luck. No, you see Barry, in fairness, his defense, and we're going to talk about it, has got red zone stops, yes. so maybe he's just quitting while yes. he's ahead. <laughs> he's just like, oh, all right. Look, he's like, well, we did well. Yeah, I'm no, not no, coming up did. against... Well, look, they're coming up against the undefeated Cardinals, so maybe he just doesn't want any part yeah. in this. And at least if he takes it off and we get slobber-knockered, well, then he can turn around and say, it's not my fault. But come here, um, we need to pray for my family, actually, uh, because I did the thing that our father used to do once every six to seven years. Do you know what that is? Uh, spent money? No. Uh, good point opened his wallet no yeah. no uh, shaved for absolutely no reason remember dad used to have a moustache and then every six seven yeah. years he'd come out fully shaven and we'd be looking at him going what is that and he'd say oh it was itchy and you're like oh, it wasn't itchy for six yeah. years bro no or it just yeah. you know you couldn't take it anymore so you shaved it off for another six years so that's what I did I shaved I shaved fully and uh, I looked like a thumb what do you mean how, fully 
What do you mean fully? Oh, hold on. Fully oh, whoa. This oh, is not. No, this hey. this is where we segue oh. into a manscaped hey. ad, right? Hey, yo. Um, no, uh, no lawnmowers. No, um, none of that. Uh, none of that nonsense. I just literally shaved my. Because uh, I always had facial hair. Yeah, and, and what did the boys think? What did the boys think? They asked me to put it back on, Daryl. <laughs> they sort of looked at me as if to say, Where's my father? And they were like, Daddy, can you put that back on? That looks horrendous. Yeah, but well, look, your beard is so light, he could have just put milk on it and get the cat to lick it off. Shit, talking about We've got a nice little black stubble, man. I don't know, it's part of me now. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, six and one. Six and one. Are we happy? I'm happy. Yeah. I'll tell you why I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm happy for lots of reasons. But you remember all of last season we kept saying, oh, look at this defense being so leaky. Our offense is always there to bail them out. This is the first game where it's been the other way around, where the, the D was a good, stiff, well, oh, fully functioning D. It was very stiff. Um, well, yeah. it, it bent. the D bent a bit, but when it came to it, Daryl, it was stiff out and it stopped things from... It stopped penetration into the end zone, which was fantastic. <laughs> Shout out to Darmo, uh, who raised the stiff D question. And an awful lot of the stuff that we yeah. couldn't actually... Because do you know what I think? This Maybe I'm wrong here. I feel that the podcast kind of exists for the diehards, um, even though it's got big listenership. But, we, you know, you don't get a whole lot of feedback or people quoting the podcast on Twitter, which makes me think that it's people that listen, but, you know, they're kind of... Yeah. It's like get a involved, different people. crowd, you know? Yeah, so that's s- send why us what you send us what you what what you want to say. Tell send yeah. us your hopes and dreams. Yeah, why not? Yeah, tell scared. us tell us something. Engage. But uh, so look at that. Packers defense four for four in the red zone stops. Amazing. Mm-hmm. We only allowed three points on those four drives. Yeah. Um. I mean, we turned so we turned over on the downs twice, and we picked off a Heineke pass once. Mm-hmm. He was hot and cold, wasn't he? I kind of yeah. felt sorry for him because the guy is a, he's a really good athlete. There was times when he just took the ball on and he showed his pace. He took that ball, saw a gap and went through it but the big difference leaving aside that their offense let's face it wasn't great when it came to decision making he left a lot of decisions I thought he made some poor decision making but Mm. the biggest key to how our defense did this week was we gave away no penalties at all when we were in the red zone and that shows discipline and that shows they're just being I was going to say rigid a good rigid defense a good approach to that but it was really good watching that um, because the offense, let's face it, how many tweets did we see during the game where it was just saying, run the ball, why don't you run the ball? Yeah. Uh, it was pretty off, pretty woeful but at times. I just want to dive in here, right? And we raised this in quick snaps. Washington are one of the best teams against the run. Yeah. And that's what frustrated yeah. me. People were like, I don't understand why we're not running it. We can't. We've tried and it's yeah, not working. AJ Dillon got yeah. minus two fantasy points there <laughs> because of his yeah. two yeah. fumbles and lack of yardage. But look, we saw this coming. And this is what we said. This cause, And I hate the term trap game just because it's like, you know, uh, overused, I guess. And no game's really a trap game because every team, yada, yada, you know, there's always a silver lining. Uh, but this could have been a trap game in the sense that, you know, they were strong up front, yeah. they were good against the run. And then we all know what happens to Matt LaFleur when he can't use the run. Yeah. He just uh, cacks yeah. the bed. He just locks down. Um, yeah, yeah. Which was great. That, that was the positive for me, actually, you know, on that note, is the fact that they did shut down the run, but we proved that we were not one-dimensional. Now, that was largely to do with this guy who uh, Aaron Rodgers described as this. There's no 50-50 balls with Devontae. It's uh, always in his favor. Um, best answer I can give you. 
like his answers are short now, Daryl, because they keep yeah, asking this chemistry are, yeah. question. But Devonte, like this is the thing: we see Devonte Adams now, and people will go, "Well, you have to extend him now." I mean, if that catch proved to the front office that they need to extend him, I don't think it's a thing where the front office are like, oh, "We don't think he's good enough." Um, I don't think it's with Aaron Rodgers where they think, "Ah, I don't think he's don't think he's good enough." They are fantastic players, and there seems to be some sort of momentum building online there about where people are like, "Oh, well, this sort of proves it that you know Aaron Rodgers says about the the." Whitney Marcellus signing that he you know they were like oh he's went out of his way a couple of times to say how much he liked that signing some people are saying that's because he asked for it mm. and then other people are saying oh that's because he's it's tongue with Gudekunst and that means that he's definitely coming back um, the salary cap issue still remained Daryl I don't know because they yeah. say it doesn't exist if you really want to get stuff done but um, I, I just don't know what's going to happen here but Devontae Adams how he came down with that ball absolutely mm. ridiculous makes no God sense sublime no sense. Yeah, by the way, so a couple of other goods, the uniforms, they looked amazing. Mm. Uh, like, why can't we play in them all the time? I yeah. thought they looked absolutely classy. So that was definitely one of the first, it was the first thing I wrote in my good list. See? Yum. See my list? Oh, look at, oh, um, I'll just stop you there though. That I'll tell you what, this is like blasphemous. We used to mention, we put up these concept jerseys before, mostly because people kept sending it to us, uh, like Bruce Willis and friends. He gets the slags people off, mostly because they keep coming to him. So we put up these concept jerseys, we were like, you cannot abandon the green and gold. And then those jerseys, people are like, eh, yeah, I'm good with abandoning yeah, all the good. old tradition for those guys. Now I know they're throwback and they're from the 50s, but the 50s was a pretty caca uh, time for the Packers. But yes, I'll just yeah. say that, these jerseys were so nice that it had the diehards gone. Yeah, fair enough. You know what? Don't you don't have to get rid of the traditional green and gold. Just wear these ones a little bit more. You know, I just I think they're really nice. Maybe wear them only for away games. Um, <laughs> red zone defense, good. National tight end day. Bobby Tunyon came back uh, with a bang. And Lewis, between mm. the two of them, they had seven catches, ninety-four yards, and a touchdown. They were class. National. Yeah. Someone. You know, to be fair, Tunyon hasn't been himself. And I've read a few things online. And I have to agree with a lot of the pundits where they're basically saying it's probably not all Tunyon's fault either. It's not no. as if he's just turned into a bad player overnight. There are circumstances and go to show that when he does get hold of the ball or gets an opportunity to get hold of the ball, he does some damage with it. Devondre Campbell, again, highest tackle rate, 13 and four stops. Amazing. Lazard, it was the Lazard show, let's face oh, it, yeah. for the second half of that game. Um, five passes, 60 yards and a touchdown all to himself. I thought Randall Cobb was amazing. Um, safe hands I thought St. Brown again so onto the bad things we didn't get a run game we called 13 run plays and gained only 40 yards that wasn't necessarily our fault that was who we were playing against but St. Brown was brilliant Um, you know he had some individual flashes of brilliance there where he was carving swathes of ground Um, and the, uh, the only other sort of bad thing I would say was probably John Runyon the first 30 minutes of that game he was under a lot of pressure but yeah. again he needs time to he's again as we say these guys aren't born fully formed you've got to form them and these kind of experiences uh, can make a player yeah uh, but that's exactly it and, and the point on Tanyan all of this links together the fact that we're coming up a really good front it was four first round yeah. picks that we come up against those guys were fierce which is why A-Rod was under pressure yeah. which is why we couldn't run the ball and it's also why Tanyan like you can see, it's kind of you have Tanya has to give up the chip block to try get out uh, to catch the pass, and in turn Aaron Rodgers is under pressure. So like, no wonder he's going to catch the ball, and he got more opportunities because the passing game was yeah. the go-to then, uh, because we couldn't yeah. run the ball. But as you said, Lazard, that drive in fact was nine yards oh. and seventy-two plays, and he accounted for five of those catches for sixty yards in it's the second half. But I like Rodgers explaining they were like, oh, you know, because that's the thing. I think media members look into it too much. They're sort of like, oh, you know, did you design the play when you saw? 
dollars are because the T Adams and and he's like no like all of those plays none of them were actually meant for him uh, you know Tay was the first mm. read he got covered up he went to Lazard and then you know Lazard sheds a block and then he goes to him again and then that touchdown wasn't even aimed for him it was aimed for somebody else and then he ended up being free so he was the third second or third read you know it's just amazing the way they come up um Heineke uh this just I don't know it's kind of tragic as well he grew up a Packers fan and I hear yeah, online yeah, people right. like oh he, you shouldn't be doing the Lambo leap if he's not a Packer player and you're like going no give it to him it's a childhood dream however the fact that he gave himself up Daryl and it went down to a fourth mall and then that's where we got one of our red zone stops but the fact that he could have mm. went in now I don't think it's as baffling as people say by the way because they're sort of saying oh the nearest defender was 50 yards away no there was someone bearing down on him and obviously mm-hmm, he spooked right, a yeah, bit yeah. Um, and he wanted to make sure he got in but that was painful to see him and I was like oh it's a childhood dream and then all of a sudden he gets called back you're like oh. Oh, yeah. Big Dog talk to me about Big Dog I mean just phenomenal again the guy's a beast oh. but again it's I found what a lot of this was it was like a release of pressure valve the yeah. pressure valve release when they caught these opportunities and all of a sudden and I think that's what they lived on they lived on again it's an old trope but they did live off scraps in a lot of ways but it was one of those things of when the play run play wasn't on they did find we got glimmers and we when they mm. did do it it's that they were permanently switched on permanently engaged their, again their heads never dropped all these are tropes but you could see that happening that these boys were up for this um, and in saying that I thought it was it was a frustrating game to watch in the sense of obviously we couldn't play the game we wanted to play and there was a little bit of that just closing it down as as we've seen that's what the coach does Lafleur just decides well it isn't done like the so Bears just, game yeah remember you said that about the Bears game it's one of those that you couldn't relax during no again because there was no real rhythm because we we couldn't play the game we wanted to play but what I did enjoy is that when it wasn't on we found a way um, and the individual individual brilliance of of a lot of the players was was joy to watch some of the moves were lovely just to rewatch them again and again they were just beautiful it's almost as if like Moses through the Red Sea you could just they could see these gaps opening up before they even they got the ball there was nothing on and they were able to think on their feet so it was cool to watch it's just watch this football brain in operation which was really cool but we're gonna and this is not a quick snaps obviously but we're gonna come up against a really serious test yeah, against yeah. the Cardinals and how happy am I that the defence is working in a way that we again you know we saw it incrementally we saw it incrementally every week and we have seen them implement this every week with a damaged unit but I'm so happy that the defence is purring along when we come up against the Cardinals because they are going to be fierce. Yeah, because like, look, there's two ways of looking at it and you know the boo birds, the, the, oh, there's stronger words for these lads out there who just moan about everything. Um, I, I Look, I can see the credence behind and, and Aaron Rodgers said it and Matt LaFleur and everybody else that we're not playing particularly well in the sense that we're not fully mm. gelling yet we're still getting the win. Now that comes, like everyone's like, oh, it's amazing, that's exactly what you need. But then you come up against the Cardinals I'm not saying we will be beaten, we should be on paper because we're underdogs anyway, but, um, mm. you know, we come up against the Cardinals and then we get absolutely pasted. And people are like, oh, you see this team as a patchwork team that's just limping along till they meet good opposition. That's yeah, what's going to be yeah, leveled yeah. at it. Which is why it is, yeah, yeah. a win against the Cardinals would be extremely important. Now, when you look at the Washington game, and again, not to be one of those boo birds, but when you look at the Washington game, there's a couple of weird things that can happen. One, Heineke giving himself up and then we get that red mm. red zone stop. But again, they'd one yard to go and they didn't get it on the sneak. That was fantastic. Um, also, if you look at the touchdowns as well, which is both a positive and a negative sign, because again, the sort of expectation is, is that Bakhtiar will be back, Elton Jenkins will be back in a left guard and everything goes on uh, rosy. But those touchdowns to Devontae Adams, which was unbelievable, by the way, which was across yeah. his body and take find space the way he does Aaron Rodgers was under duress and it's the same with Bobby Tanya 
like he was sort of scrambling and running around for his life and he he picks a pass when you know it was bearing down on him and um, so that's good that you know Rodgers is so poised that he does have options to go to and he has players clever enough to be able to pull off those plays but Heineke I mean you know as you sort of alluded to he was a super athlete when he got going he, he ran full speed once and I was like gee mm-hmm. he looked like yeah, a yeah. you know a running back or something a sprinter yeah. yeah he's really brave like and McLaren Darrell he's an absolutely dynamite player mm-hmm. over 100 yards and Anybody wants to moan about the fact that oh we couldn't contain him? No one can contain McLaren. No he's he's not yeah, spoken yeah. about in with the respect that he deserves because he's been receiving the ball from mediocre quarterbacks his career. But if you were to put him into a Packers uniform, the guy would absolutely take the game over. Now oh, yeah. Devontae's uh, one of a kind. But another wacky thing that happened, Daryl, was the field goal units both having a blocked mm. kick. Yeah, what absolute is... howlers. They, I've I've rewatched I rewatched. Um, our kick and it struck me that it was just I don't even think it would have gone over even if it had cleared it just seemed the trajectory was so low it was it was almost going to go waist high at the whole way like it was one of those ones he just completely miskicked it it was a complete mess but then he I mean he came good in the end uh, we're massive fans as everyone knows we love the old Money Crosby, the Crosby show but people are pointing the finger there at Bojo and yes we're calling him Bojo All yeah right. Yeah, we're calling Bojo. Yeah, we we're not calling over it. Kobo okay. or any of this type of stuff. We'll make Bojo great again. Um, people are blaming Bojo, but before we get into any negatives or sort of idle speculation, his punt was literally millimeters perfect, Daryl. There and yeah. when he when he punted it, what did he do? Fifty five yards or whatever, and literally millimeters away from the yeah. uh, from the end zone, and they call it back under review. Like I was flabbergasted by that. Now I know there's there's a certain element to these things where it's luck and it's the bounce of the ball and all that kind of stuff. Um, but again, it's when a, when a seasoned snooker player or a soccer player takes a free kick and they put it pinpoint accurate in the in the top corner. Yes, the ball went exactly how they would dream it to go, but they're still trying to do it. And that's exactly yeah. the same with Bojo. Now, I doubt he can put stuff within millimetres, but he is a real weapon for us. And, you know, people are sort of pointing to a bad game that he had last year. How important is it to have that element of special teams giving us that level of of cool under pressure? And also field position is it cannot be underestimated because when we had our bad season a couple of years ago, it was all down to poor punting as well. So we were dealing with a long field every time we tried to make a play. Yeah, no, agreed. I mean, it is one of those things of if it's not going well, people just dis- disregard it and say, look, oh, it's bad special teams. But when it's working, as you say, it's a fantastic weapon to have in your arsenal. Something that you that most teams can't factor in because they're not as consistent as they should be. So hang on a minute. What's that big box behind you, that shoulder there? Oh, Oh yeah, you see, it's it's so so large that uh, you can't help but see it. That Daryl is the um, the Patreon. So the, all of this stuff's been given away. This box of March landed, um, and I just cut the the top of it, and I didn't look inside it yet because I have, as you can see, the GoPro above it, um, and I'm gonna set up the camera now soon, and I'm gonna do an unboxing video. So that's Ooh. oh, it's a stuff. And look. I'm not opening a surprise box. I'm not opening a box where I'm like, oh, that's in there. You know, oh, Brett Favre comes out, you know. Um, I've I placed your, I just thought so. Joan had finally got sicky and you're packing your stuff away it does look like that it's large enough anyway. a big yeah, Rydell box as well but yeah look if you want to, uh, in on that go to patreon.com forward slash UK Packers and uh, you can sign up there and if you sign up to the uh, top tier well then you get a t-shirt um, after I'm thinking about shortening that as well it was six months I'm, I'm thinking about pulling it back to three months so that's uh, breaking the exclusive news um, and yeah you get yourself a t-shirt and you get yourself in the draw every single month and there's some really top notch prizes 
Um, so I did give the game away a little bit, Daryl, and I guess we can move on to him now. I've two signed Rashan Gary balls um, in that to give away, and they're the cool. I'd say they're of, massive, are they? Oh, I'd say they're massive. absolutely huge. Not as big as Mason's balls. Massive, massive, big pair, big old balls. Yeah. Uh, what's it, Rashan Gary, Daryl? I mean, you know, I sort of took the piss a little bit last week, where I was like, you know, he's the number one guy for putting up workout videos on on Twitter and we don't see <laughs> yeah. we don't see it in the stats but we certainly did this week uh, um, we're starting to see it fantastic yeah, yeah. amazing fantastic stuff I mean they say about him that his motor never stops going that is the thing with him though isn't it you look at him and he's going till the very end of the play which is just his motor is unbelievable oh yeah yeah well here's something then and again this is not a quick snaps but it's something I just wanted to ask and we didn't get to chat about it in pre-prod but so we're looking at the Cardinals mm. as you said on paper if we get turned over by them it's no biggie because we're looking at the Chiefs right but how bad were the Chiefs? How well? How bad was Mahomes in particular this yeah. weekend? Will that change the way that we are preparing now? Because okay, it remains to be seen if the Chiefs continue down this vein. But everyone, I think, when you're looking at what well, I certainly did, looking at the fixture list, going, "Ooh, Cardinals," that's probably a dead rubber on paper. That you know we're probably not going to win that. But we need mm. to take that one to the chin and focus on the Chiefs. I actually don't know if the focus will change slightly now, in the sense of maybe we put more into the Cardinals than we then maybe we think we should because we've, we're sort of thinking you know what we may lose against the Cardinals but we if we prepare well we should have the Chiefs the way Mahomes is playing at the minute his head's not in the game at all no. uh, some of his stuff was very rookie stuff I just haven't seen from him in a very very long time do you know what and I hate when people do this they're like oh well I said and I'm, people are like we don't cares what you said who gives a crap no one is but the thing was I always wondered with him because I remember having a discussion with the brother-in-law about Colin Kaepernick and Kaepernick used to destroy us remember like he used to run all over us mm, and yeah, yeah. Ease. like he wasn't even touched most of the time he'd just slide down that wheel um, and he'd have an open field there to run on he was just one of these elusive guys and I can't remember what Parker player said it recently that said that when they faced him when they were playing for the Packers they, they just couldn't work him out um, and it's kind of the same with, but eventually what happens is that they end up getting found out uh, their tendencies get found out and then their play starts to come back to the norm and I always thought that with Patrick Mahomes like the stuff he was doing mm. I was like it was very Brett Farvish but it, it was one of those things that it all seemed to work out somehow you know he'd be falling to the ground he'd switch hands and throw the ball now we look at look at Carson Wentz and look at that ridiculous thing you probably find it on yeah. an NFL meme account where he basically shuffle passed it directly to the opposition you know it, it either goes that way or goes spectacularly well now he did it w- well enough um, for so many years that he got that half a billion mm. dollar contract or whatever but yeah. I always thought like there, there has to be and that's why I used to be on the radio singing his praises because it seemed like week in week out he used to put in these performances yeah, he was just doing like, this stuff yeah yeah I didn't understand it though I mean falling to ground like he was getting tackled and he'd throw the ball and people were like I just don't get it and the thing is it's, it's one of those things like I used to play uh, in the pool hall with one of my mates at lunch and he, like he'd barely be looking at the table and he just hit it with reckless abandon and all of a sudden seven red balls would go in you know and he had this way of yeah. just stuff would work out but eventually your luck does run out and um, between well, that's what I was going to ask you next I yeah. mean how, how important is luck to a quarterback luck to a quarterback I think is extremely important and Mahomes is definitely an example of that you're, you're falling you can't calculate where that ball's going to go. You're basically, no. that's, that's just a hope and a prayer. You're firing that ball. You know your guy's there, but you've no way of hitting him. And he just seemed to hit the mark every time. Because you think about it, how many times was he able to practice that? That's just none. Yeah, exactly. and that's just an innate yeah, ability. Yeah. And also look that that happens that the defender isn't there and all this type of stuff. The problem with him is, and I saw um, a Packer reporter put it out during that game. They were like, uh, welcome Patrick Mahomes to the Aaron Rodgers experience where your defense can't stop anything you know yeah, and yeah. then you sort of you're under pressure then to try claw back into the game now we saw him do it I mean he was down what was he 21-0 to the Texans yeah. in the playoffs two years ago yeah. or whatever um, and he ended up coming back and, and beating them then but the, it all depends on 
your defense making a step up, the other offense being cack and all this. Now, I don't know, maybe it's just a blip, but it. Uh, did you see the tackle he got uh, that put yeah, him out yeah, of the game? It looked yeah, like his looked neck went really, right yeah. back. I thought, people were like, I can't believe he's not concussed. I was like, I can't believe his neck isn't broken. Yeah, I can't believe he's not dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, it was, pretty, it was pretty awful. So it's just something I was thinking, you know, looking ahead because we're always going to look at the Cardinals and think, ooh, that, that, that's a potential brick wall there. Yeah. Um, but now we might think maybe there's something in us for this because, again, we love being underdogs, right? I mean, every team I support always love being underdogs it's one of those things mm. so maybe there's something in them uh, for the Cardinals and after that maybe the Chiefs aren't as a monumental a game as we think because let's face it on paper they you know these are two very well balanced teams uh, as in Packers versus uh, Chiefs so well, let's look ahead to the Cardinals also with a short turnaround as well um, no injuries that we know of that, mm. well, that we need to really talk about if anything we're looking to maybe get players back uh, for the Cardinals might be a bit too early but we'll wait and see yeah because back to Ari's sort of mood not to make the run out but as you say I mean you'd wonder if the Packers were struggling would they try to be rushing players back and all that I wonder because mm. you know they always say this that they go one one game at a time and LaFleur seems to be very good at that sort of short term focus and that he's not going to be you know looking at the, the Chiefs game instead of the Cardinals but they have to have their eye on a short week plus how badly the Chiefs are doing and thinking that alright if we don't get out of it's not like for instance and to your point it's not where you go in against the Cardinals and you're like right we're on a two to three game skid here if this goes really bad for us they're kind of assumed mm. to lose against the Cardinals which probably gives them the best chance let's be let's be fair yeah, I think so um, and, yeah. and as well as that I think the Cardinals are one of those teams as well like I say if they're not performing at that level or close to sort of similar level where they look to be simmering like the Packers did last year they come back bring their players back this year and then they sort of start to replicate what they did last year to some degree the Cardinals aren't that team they're a team that are just no. undefeated now and they look sort of people are like oh, come, no one can work them out you know and I sort of think that comes back to the norm as well and sometimes it can happen very quickly so you could have a scenario where the Packers go in against the Cardinals, somehow eke out a win. That's without Z Smith, Preston Smith, Jair Alexander, yeah. Kevin King, David Bakhtiari. Um, you know, like the amount of players that were missing is absolutely uh, atrocious. Oh, it's which phenomenal, yeah. But yeah. like you talk a lot about galvanizing the the locker room. They're going in and everyone's writing them off, and they'll feed off that now for oh, you know yeah. a couple of well, days. And well, can you imagine what what it would be like? Like if they win this game, how much of a confidence booster that would be for the Packers? Because let's face it, it's a game no one expects you to win. But can you imagine what that would do? And you can point and say, look at everyone we're missing and all these kids brought us up. And let's face it, the Cardinals looking at the tape from the what the F game at the weekend, they're they're not going to be that. That's pretty good tape for them to be looking at because they're they're not going to be exactly. Uh, too too happy to play against the Packers team because let's face it they're up against it now they have the 100% records it's theirs to lose they have something to lose we don't so if we can eke out a win and in a way I kind of hope we do because how much of a galvanising effect would that have especially coming against the Chiefs uh, the week after so it's one of those things of it's a wait and see but I'm, I'm up for it and I'm really hopeful that they are as well yeah but I mean I'm impressed with the defensive front lately Kingsley Kiki gets mm. home uh, TJ Slayton is is making a nuisance of himself Kenny Clark as usual and god damn it Dean god damn Lowry as well Daryl yeah oh, bloody What's hell he's playing well guy. again I am sick of him and his opinion <laughs> of himself like I run him down once and say I'm not a big into you Dean and what do you go and do every week now yeah. you're making me look like a fool boy but that's the thing he's Irish so you know the Irish begrudging I think yeah, he's, of course. what's his name yeah. what's his Definitely real name Irish. Dean Seamus O'Lowry I believe is his actual name yeah, yeah definitely that's yeah. his actual name from, uh, from County Offaly but look it's a good game Rashan Gary's looking very lively what was it 12 something like was it 12 quarterback pressures 
That seems like a lot yeah, when gross. I think about it. It does but, seem like a lot. It seems like twice what you'd expect, but uh, I think it was. Yeah, nasty. And as well as that, the fact that, you know, Washington outscored the Packers, but we ended up getting it done. Now, will our defense get four consecutive red zone stops uh, on Thursday? Nope. Uh, you know, an awful lot of those were the quarterback giving himself up and then little brain fart moments and receivers like dropping the ball. Now, again, that can still happen. And again, we say it all the time. You can only play what's in front of you. But Daryl, another encouraging win. Um, I yep. don't think we're we're not too down on it at all. I think we're both um, extremely happy yep. with it. And you know what? Sometimes it's good to be a positive fan. Sometimes oh, it's just it? nice Sometimes. to actually enjoy yeah, your nice Sunday. To enjoy it. Yeah, it's nice down. to enjoy it. You know, it's cool although it was a mixed Sunday for me. I, I have to say, I didn't enjoy it much. Yeah, well, I don't know the highs and lows of of your. You know, what was it a low? Did the United lose early on, and then you got to enjoy the Packers? Yeah. Uh, Packers win and then the Formula 1 was quite good entertaining it was entertaining it wasn't it wasn't explosive it was yeah. just I mean I'm a McLaren fan so I'm quite happy if Norris can get out there and do the business mm. even if Danny Rick um, is out there doing the business oh, well done boys Danny but, uh, Ricardo the nicest yeah. the nicest smiliest dude in Formula 1 love him great dude yeah he's like he's like a really really friendly dog and then you put him in a car and he turns into an absolute <laughs> animal. big fan yeah turns into the Hulk uh, so there we go and yeah. uh, we'll be back for what will we be back for Daryl oh the quickest oh, 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 oh. quick snap for oh, against against yeah. the Cardinales which is Latin for Cardinals don't do oh that. do not look that up oh by the way yeah by the way oh. you know what did make me happy <laughs> at the weekend like how bad the Bears were I mean they suck I mean, we know they suck oh. but god they even suck by their standards mm. even even their fans must have just I mean uh, the other thing I will say is Aaron Rodgers says he owns the Bears I'm quite happy if Brady wants to take him now because let's face it it's a bad investment as we discussed so oh, Brady so. can have him yeah I mean what did they say Glazers out I say Rodgers out because the guy's now he's not yeah, doing Rodgers out, out. We didn't really get to talk about it and I won't go into it too much but we're only 17 days away from going over to Green Bay uh, to Lambeau so again we're flying into Chattown um, and then we're going up to see a game the Badgers play Northwestern on Saturday so that's where we'll be come down and meet us and then we'll be driving up to Green Bay um, on the Saturday evening afternoon um, and then landing there going out meet us and then on Sunday we'll be tailgating watching the game and then out after meet us and then Monday we've all day Monday which is great and then we're about 10.30am oh. it's going to be nightmare though because there's 45 people going there let's well it's going to be a disaster for oh. you because yeah. you've got the Monday right is the pro mm. shop closed on the Monday because uh, if it isn't <laughs> you're oh. going to be so in debt Oh dearie, I've got a wedding to organise and I just, you know. Oh no. Oh, just get the bridesmaids dresses sorted. They are going to be jerseys. <laughs> Can you imagine, yeah? Done. That's the only decision to make yeah. who we get on the back. Bojo, I'm yeah. thinking at this stage. But there we go. <laughs> anyway, uh, from himself at, uh, from himself at CDD NFL, from myself at Daryl J. Brian. Yeah, I think people can like that. Yeah, you just confuse people now. So confused. From the group at UK Packers and follow us on social media and get on to patreon.com forward slash UK Packers. You want to win some signed merch? Go to youtube.com forward slash UK Packers to check out the unboxing videos to watch you get win. But until. an awful lot of information. It's an awful lot of information to be given people. Yeah. But until quick snapage for your big. Snapage! It's see ya.